Thank you for tuning in to the Our Church Podcast. Today, we wanted to share a special teaching from Pastor Gabriel Allen Powell. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Each of you, Proverbs 11 and 25 says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I want you to understand this. Uh, The first particular text we read, the people continued free will. They continued free will. They continued free will to bring what was necessary to build the sanctuary. The people continued free will, free will, and they had more than enough. They continued free will, free will. They continued to bring everything that was necessary to build the sanctuary, and the sanctuary was built, and they had more than enough. And so Moses had to say, he had to give a command, stop bringing the sanctuary. Not your house, not my bank account, not my car, not my, st- not my pantry, but the sanctuary, the sanctuary. The people just kept bringing, they kept bringing, they kept bringing, and the sanctuary had more than enough, more than enough. They continued until finally Moses had to say, he had to put a command out, stop bringing. Stop bringing. Stop bringing. Proverbs says, Proverbs says, watch this, let's read this one more time. I want you to understand it. I want you to get it. Each of you should give, watch this, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Say, stop tithing. Watch this. There's a promotion. There's a promotion. And I said this uh, Sunday, and I want to give you this again, just a backdrop to this, that, that tithing is just an indication that you are maturing, but it's not, it is not the, it's not the end goal. The end goal is to give. So I am to transition from tithing to giving. When I am a tither, and I'm rushing through this because we have festivities to participate in. Watch this. When I tithe, I am, I am, I am, it is about, it is about uh, calculating what's accurate according to what I receive. So based upon what I've earned, I am to calculate accurately what I receive, and that is that 10% that I give. So tithing is 10% and an offering. But giving, watch this, when I give, watch this, tithing is not from the heart. Tithing is from your check, your earnings. Tithing is not from the heart. If I am a tither, that is not an indication that I am generous. If I'm a tither, that means I acknowledge that what I have does not belong to me. I'll say that again another way. If I am a tither, that does not mean that I am generous. You're not a giver because you tithe. You are a, you are a tither because you understand. You have come into this knowledge that what I have, I, it does not belong to me. So the least I can do is give God 10%. But there's a, there's a graduation. From tithing, God says, I need faith. It doesn't take faith to tithe. It does not take faith to tithe. See, watch this. Watch this. What I mean is this. Once I get to tithing, once I understand that, oh my God, this belongs to, this, that what God has given me, all, this does not belong to me. So I can, I can, the least I can do is repay him for what he's given me. But watch this. Faith says, faith, there's a graduation from tithing, crossing every T, dotting every I. There's a graduation from tithing to giving. And giving takes faith because giving says, I don't even have this to give. 
So watch this. This is what giving is. Giving is giving. This this this, this is what giving is. Giving says uh, uh, when I graduate from tithing, tithing is I'm I'm giving this exact amount according to what I have earned in my particular paycheck. But giving says giving says I have I have a bunch of bills, but what I feel in my heart, what God is what God is convicting me to give in my heart, I I don't I don't necessarily I don't have that according to my check, but I have faith enough to know that if I sow. God is going to give it back to me. Tithing, hear me, hear me carefully. Tithing is what I owe God. It is what I owe God. It is the least that I can do because of what he's given to me. That means that that means that he does not necessarily have to give back to me because I am actually to, I'm I'm returning a favor. I, help me. Tithing is returning. It's return it's saying thank you. But giving says, Lord, Lord, it's in my heart. When you start, when you graduate from tithing to giving, now God has your heart. It doesn't take heart to tithe it takes acknowledging that what I have been given does not belong to me so the least I can do is give back to him but when I give beyond my tithe that's a person that has the heart of God oh yeah see you have to understand that the reason that you're sitting here looking so cute and wondrous is because God loves you you don't deserve to live I don't deserve to breathe I don't deserve to have the life I have that watch this I'm so blessed that even on my on my worst day I'm still blessed that I'm so blessed that even on my worst of the worst days someone in America someone in the world could use my life and use it and say this is a this is a miracle that's how blessed you are and so that's how God looks at you God looks at you. Uh, watch this. Uh, he's so generous and he's so gracious uh, that he allows us to live uh, and I don't even deserve it. Uh, so watch this. Uh, when I become a giver and I transition from just tithing, uh, it is, uh, it is, uh, I, I don't even know, uh, I don't even know that I'm going to get this in return, but uh, God has my heart. So, uh, oh my God, uh, he has my heart. I have to give because I have uh, the heart of God. Yeah. Oh God, help me. Yeah. So watch this. That's why, this is why Solomon says, I have to give according to my heart. You're not a giver until you start giving out of your heart and not out of your check. I'll show you what I mean. You don't keep count on what you give to your lover. Your affections for your lover is not a tenth. Oh, God. Oh, help us, Lord. That, that you don't keep record of, of well, watch this. Uh, that, that, that uh, well, well so hold on, hold on now. So, um, you know, you, you know. You, you need some gas money or you need you need food or you or here's some, here's some shoes for Christmas and you you will take your whole check and blow it in December just to make them smile help me Lord see so you gotta understand that in December you're about to get a check and you're going to you're going to uh, leave your budget so yeah, yeah, you got a budget until you fall in love. Can we have some church just a little bit? Uh, I only have a few minutes. You have a budget until you fall in love. Uh, you have a you have a systematic, uh, uh, a mathematical uh, 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 chart until you fall in love. Uh, do you want? I will. You help me. Let me. Let me just help 
you understand something. Uh, that there is, a, there is one thing that will get you out of your, your, your little routine. Uh, and that's love, baby. Once, uh, once you come into the knowledge, uh, once love uh, creeps into your neighborhood, uh, creeps into your house, um, you will see how much discipline you really have uh, with your money. Uh, there you go. Oh, I can't, I can't give that much in church today because uh, I'm on a budget. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook for seven days because I'm on a budget. Uh, but if that joker or that shawty uh, comes uh, and wins your heart, uh, you will excuse your budget and give all of your coins. Uh, matter of fact, you will create money uh, just to make them happy. Yeah. So watch this. Hear me. Hear me. That is what generosity is. Generosity says, I don't have it, but I'm going to give it. Not because of what you've done, but what you, how you make me feel. Oh my God. You have my heart, so I'll give you the clothes off my back. You have my heart, so I'll go out, I'll make food when I have nothing just to please you. You have my heart, so you get everything concerning me. And this is what God is saying. God is saying you have to mature past tithing and start giving out of your affections for me. You don't love God until you give how he gives. We don't know your level of love for God until you can give to your enemy. This is why giving is part of worship. This is how, watch this, it's easy to sway back and forth during a worship song. But a real measure, measure of worship is how much are you willing to give? And watch this. God gives to each and every one of us. You know good and well, help me. You know good and well you don't deserve to be here today. You know good and well you don't deserve what you have in your pocket. You know good and well you don't, okay, maybe you're perfect, but I'm not. I realize that I don't deserve to even have this mic. I realize I don't deserve to have the house. I realize I don't deserve to have the car. I realize, I realize that I don't deserve where God has taken me. Even the prophetic words that God has spoken over my life, he did that out of his love towards me not what I deserve I don't deserve to live this good I don't deserve to be this anointed you don't deserve to be that pretty you don't deserve to be that handsome you don't deserve to look that fine you don't deserve it you don't deserve it you don't deserve grace and mercy you don't deserve his loving kindness it's his heart that makes him give to you each and every day so giving giving generosity is not about what people deserve it's what God places on your heart to do yeah watch this I can measure your worship based upon your giving when you're generous you give what you don't have when you're generous it does not make sense but you give Mm. when you give God can touch watch this some of us are so mechanical that God can't touch your heart to give to anybody I know real worshipers when I see them the car hear what I'm saying see when I watch this hear what I'm saying this is what I'm saying 
that I, I know blessed people and I know prosperous people. You can look at, watch this, once you get to this level that I'm on, you start looking at people's lives and you don't look at the outer appearance. You can look into a spirit. Oh my God. You can look into a person. And I don't care. I don't care if they're struggling. They have this glow on them. They have this, they have this over. Listen, I know, I know people that can get a job on their worst day. They never, even when they have, even when they don't have what they need, they always have something. They can, they can, they can take a little and make a lot. I know, I know, I know some survivors, but this is what I've noticed about these people. They may not be the nicest people. They may not be the nicest people, but they will give you anything. They'll give you the clothes off their backs. And I know some people that save, they budget to a T, but they look miserable. Oh, yeah, they don't have no glory on them. Mm. See, you gotta understand. I know some people that people don't like, but God does. Oh yeah, I'll say that again in another way. I know some people that when they walk in the room, they don't have the best attitude. But anytime they ask God for something, they're going to get it. You know why? Because they may have a little attitude problem, but their heart is so mushy for God. And when God gets a mushy heart, he'll be listen. He can tell you to give something, and you won't even ask questions you will just give it and I understand this that your car can break down Monday but a giver can have a new car with no credit score by Wednesday how is that possible not because you are a tither but that kind of prosperity only comes from a giver oh yeah oh yeah yeah I know some people that have budgeting down to the T but they have no glory on their lives. They're not attractive in the spirit. The givers, they get God's attention. When you're generous, it gets God's attention. When you have a calculator in your spirit or your heart, God is just obligated to practice principles. But when you are a giver, there's overflow in your life. Oh, y'all missing me. You don't have to agree. I'm telling you that it is generosity that opens the heavens. You and I have to break selfishness. And you know why? Watch this. You know why people are sitting in these chairs arguing or like Jamie says, arguing about what I'm saying? It's because we're black. And in our black culture, we pass down this crab mentality. We have not been taught to be generous. We've been, we've been so robbed by society that when someone says give, the first thing that comes to your mind is you and not a need. This is why Habitat for Humanity can only get Caucasian Americans to help build houses for black people. Oh, help me. If I said that January 1st, we're going to go to Habitat for Humanity, do you know that it'll only be out of all of these people in this room, only five of us maybe will show up. But guess what? If I told you that Habitat for Humanity was building a house and you could be qualified for it, you will put your name in the little basket because you're, you're, 
your watch this your race is a consumer race oh, and not a producer race yes sir but I come to break that consumer spirit at least off of the African Americans in this church no sir by the power of the Holy Ghost we're going to break poverty off your thinking we're going to break poverty off of your spirit break poverty off of your mind and guess what it is not a shock of my hocker that breaks poverty it's a give 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 that breaks poverty you don't have to stand and shout but I'll preach it anyhow I'm going to give myself into my mansion I'm going to give myself into my car I'm going to give myself into my overflow in my account you can be broke but I'm going to be prosperous I'm going to give myself to prosperity We're talented, but we're not givers. But watch this. Watch this. Generosity. You're, if you are a business owner, you should be giving, giving, giving. If you own a business, you, be, you should be finding something to give. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. If I'm a salonist, I'm a salonist. Don't steal it. It's mine. If I'm a salonist and I go into business, get this. Get this. If I'm a salonist, if I'm a barbarist, all right, and I go into business for the first time, because we're so consumerish, nothing would click to say, do a campaign. The first month, all hairdos are free. If you are starting a business, you should not be looking for money. You should be looking for exposure. You don't start looking for a profit until your fourth to fifth year. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is why, watch this here, but this is why businesses, black businesses cannot grow because we don't know how to sow first. Seed time harvest. Oh, seed time. Come on, Dakar, help me. Seed time harvest. This is not a church principle. This is a life principle. The first thing I need to learn how to do is sow a seed and keep sowing 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 and keep sowing. I will go all day. I will go all day saying keep sowing because that's how much it takes to see a harvest. It takes seed and time. Seed and time. Give free. Give free. Go travel three hours just to be just to be in a free environment travel three go all day pay for it myself pay for my own plane ticket pay for my own hotel pay for my own well how much you gonna give me don't nobody know you so you give to yourself until you you can't make demands until you're in demand if you do clothes. You should be giving clothes away. Hey, I designed this piece. It's yours. It's free. All I need you to do is just put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Generosity. 
giving. I'm going to give. Watch this. And the sanctuary was so blessed that Moses had to say, stop. There's going to come a time in your generosity that God will say, hold on. Now it's time for me to bless you. Watch this. Watch this. Now I got to drop this on you and then we're going to go. What blew my mind, Elder Tori, was the people kept taking care of the sanctuary. They kept giving to the sanctuary. They kept giving to the sanctuary. They kept giving their time, their talent, and their resources to the sanctuary. I got to drop this on you. We cannot, I'm going to be seeding you with this generosity piece for the whole month of November because we, we got to stop wanting things that we're not willing to pay for. And most of us are family here. We got to stop wanting things, Brittany, that we're not willing to pay for. We can sit around all day and say, I see us growing into 3,000 people. I see us building an illustrious building. I see us having a gymnasium. I see us having a kitchen. I see us doing all these great things. We, we want a bus. We want to be able to go down to KSU and pick the kids up and bring them to church. That stuff sounds wonderful. Listen, the thing about us, Rama Church, we're going to have to pay a price to see God's vision come to pass in this house. And the reason I'm preaching this to you is because we have a bunch of millennials in our church. In the millennial culture, we're talented and gifted, but we don't know how to pay prices. I'm saying to you that you can't build something that no one has ever built before in budget time. You got to give time. Hear what I'm saying? I have a lot of people in my environment, even here, that uses the word balance. Let me say this to you. If I personally listened to that, all I would be doing is being average. Because I've never heard people who've changed the world say balance. Go and research. Go and research. You've never heard people who've changed the world say balanced. Balanced people don't kill anything. Balanced people don't get bloody. Tired people kill things. Frustrated, stressed people 
heal things. People who are willing to go above and beyond, they heal things. So when I heard the story, it confirmed that I don't need balanced. I still, I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. I need to keep building what I'm building. I need to keep feeling what I'm feeling. It's painful to build. It's frustrating to build. It's stressful to build. You got kids and you got a wife and a husband and a girlfriend and a job and two jobs in church and you stay up late. Go to bed. Go to bed late. Get up early. You got to kill something. If you make a, if you want to make a difference, you got to give and keep giving and feel stupid while you're giving and keep giving again and keep giving again and keep giving. Seed time harvest. If you have balance, you'll never sit amongst the elders. But if you're willing to kill something, give your whole life, give your whole money, give your resources, then you will be able to change the world. Thank you for tuning in to today's message from Pastor Gabriel Allen Powell. If you enjoyed this message and want to stay connected to the R Church, text WE and the letter R to 31996. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are because he is.